Okay, here we go. Suns up! <laughs> Kabooch's up! Welcome back, everyone, to Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. Should we and Should we run it back? A, yeah. You said, <laughs> you didn't say Suns, you didn't say what's up. I think you must. <laughs> Suns well, up, Kabooch's up. Let's get started. This is episode this is gonna... 36. Guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking us out and tuning in and staying tuned. Uh, spare 30 seconds <laughs> to go on iTunes and write a review. We would seriously appreciate that. But anyway, Sess, how have you been, dude? Pretty good. Um, <laughs> I realized I didn't put the last episode up, <laughs> so you'll probably hear that, and then this will come maybe a couple of days after that. Uh, so in the past week... I didn't go to Universal Studios <laughs> again. That would have been great. <laughs> been doing, uh, as far as the workouts go, I still need to get back on the wagon. Been doing some workouts. Um, finally got back to doing some kettlebells. A little bit of barbells. I, I'm just, I need to get back on the wagon. I, I felt really, like, weak the other day. Um, yeah? Yeah, doing some squats, like barbell squats. Didn't feel great. And it's probably because I was supposed to be doing... I, I stopped doing them so I could do kettlebell stuff more often. It was this idea like, oh, less intensity but more frequently. But mostly I just dropped the intensity. Uh, haven't been doing it every day. That was the goal. Yeah. So I'll get back on it. Oh, uh, but I, I, I put good, a pull-up bar in my room, so that's been good. Been greasing the groove. How was your week? <laughs> Good man. How, whoa, Good. how was Thank the you. MMA fight? Oh yeah. Oh geez. So that was that was a that was a very very good experience. Um, dude, the the vibe in there is just next level. There's so many. Okay, first off, um, the fights were cool. They were good. These even though they're like in an amateur state, they're still professional in my eyes. Like seeing all the the stuff they were doing, I'm like, huh, they're really fast. <laughs> but uh. The thing that it all, the way it worked out was, um, it was f- from networking to begin with. Uh, from all the, the videos I've done in the past, like free videos for, I, I did with like a couple gyms, um, there's people there that would be basically trying to get, uh, some of the guys that I worked there with are the ones I filmed. They net- networked with me a long time ago and they finally come back to me and I got a gig. So that was, that was, a- that's something that I should really look into more. But uh, anyways, I, I go there, and then it's basically a company that freelances all videographers in that area. So, I mean, if they go to L.A., they would hire freelance videographers there. The same thing here, San sure. Diego. So they all kind of group us together. So there's like, I don't know, there's a lot of us. Um and I was on the handheld crew, so the tripod. I'm basically on a corner of the the octagon, hexagon, octagon, and then um, I'm just posted there. And that's a handheld crew because I'm holding a shoulder rig and I'm not holding a gimbal or stabilizer. And then um, they, then then there's the gimbal crew and all that stuff. And there's the guys that are on a tripod. Yeah, it's it's cool. They're it's so. This was like a good experience to know all the other videographers out there, and at the same time, it was it was exciting just to see the fights, dude. Being at that corner and then hearing the hits, man, these guys could take a hit, dude. Um, I don't know how they're able to uh, 
like withstand all that stuff. It was it was over the top. I enjoyed, excuse me, I enjoyed every single minute, even though I was like posting on that that corner for four hours straight, dude. Ugh. But um, yeah, it was it was exciting, fun. Uh, basically just turned in my my uh, SD cards, and then that was it. Turned it in. But anyways, enough of that. Uh, whole week's been great. Just been. Doing Wait, work. hold on. Can we see, like, yep. the end product of the videos? I can't. Uh, oh, you can't. So the problem, yeah, so that's the problem. Um, I had to turn in all those SD cards. No, I know. I it's... mean, eventually, like, it's not being live broadcast, right? So No, so that was the one of the things that um, they're kind of curious about, is if you could set up your DSLR camera to be live broadcast on a computer screen. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to go with because yes, it... and you just got to figure out how. Yeah, maybe there's a device, or maybe it's, like, wireless. So, um, yeah, like, they they saw my footage, one of the videographer, and they're like, hey, can you set up, if, if we get you again, would you, could you have, like, a live broadcast on your camera? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Let me, let me look into that. So, yeah, that's one of the things that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, dude, it was, it was sick. Uh, I, some crazy fights. Oh, and uh, yeah, and then I went to Hot Import Nights last week, and wild. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a Friday night was was MMA, and then Saturday was was uh, Hot Import Nights. Super fun. Saw a bunch of cars. Um, D- did you ever go in high school? No, dude. That, this is the thing. I was like, I always wished in high school <laughs> that I went, man. But because with like Paul and uh, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, so I use like uh, the photos app, and uh, I I put like all of my photos up from like any any digital photo I have, basically. And some of the earliest ones are from when people would borrow that floppy disk digital camera that I had, and yeah. because they were going to hot import nights, so it's just a bunch of our <laughs> friends with you know like uh, <laughs> Tila before she was Tila Tequila, things like that. But is is that? <laughs> yeah, I guess. How, how big? How big is it? I'm curious about it. Like, what's it's it like going big. now? Yeah, um, a lot of cars. Yeah, there's dude, just the, <laughs> dude, like a ton of cars. There's all you know stores, and this is the models, of course. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. They they have like a a stage and all that stuff. It's it's all just uh, like Wait, I know they have. Sorry. What what's on stage? Uh, yeah, they had like a DJ contest. Oh, okay. They had a model contest. They had a b boy contest, and then and then they go to all the cars and they start to say, okay, who's got the best Subaru? Or who's got the best Nissan or best Honda? Stuff like that. Did they put it on stage? And then, no, they don't put the cars on stage. They just put the award up, like saying, oh, "Who's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. best?" And then the people yeah. come on. And then the yeah, the guys that drive, they get the trophy or whatever. But yeah, um, I actually met some of the people I follow on uh, Instagram, and they're super cool people. They're, Video people uh, or car people? Car people. So there's cool. the guys that I follow the the cars, their build, and I, I've been following this guy for a very long time. Actually, like six months ago. And I just saw his build all the way till now, and he's been getting awards like crazy. And I, I was like, dude, that's great, man. I talked to him, just saw how he was doing. 
Uh, he even told me that he first paid off his car and then started doing the build. I was like, cool. Dude, how, how come you have... How do you... Like, like he paid for like a $45,000 car and he put another 30000 on it just, just from builds alone, right? And I'm just like... How do you how do you have the the money for this? He's like, oh, I'm a mechanical engineer. I'm like, oh, <laughs> got it. But yeah, he's a he's he, he, nicest guy, nicest guy. I didn't re- realize he's like, you know, that that type of guy. But he was super chill. Um, but anyways, yeah, dude, full full week. You know, mom came to visit just now, yesterday, or two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and she's our guest for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I brought her to boiling crab, and I, I think I, you guys tried it, right? I've been to boiling crab, here. and yeah, we, we did. I mention this? We went to something similar uh, when we went to Universal Studios. That stuff's so good, dude. Right? The sauce? Oh God, the shebang, the whole shebang is what I got, and it was amazing. I, I. Literally just put all the sauce on the rice, and I just kept eating. Dude, last night I just ate the leftovers, and I just ate probably three-fourths a cup of <laughs> rice. Ugh. Anyways, what do we got going on today, Seth? Not too much. <laughs> so, we don't have a ton of time. <laughs> we started late. So, I think we can <laughs> probably just talk about some recommendations uh, last oh. week we talked about long take shots. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah we did. So yeah, last podcast, if you guys don't remember, I would always explain the 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 idea of how like the director Quentin Tarantino would do one full shot by like perfect execution. Like it was like uh, for example, Kill Bill or what you showed me, uh, Apollo Creed. Or Apollo, I think, was the movie. And they Creed. were doing... Creed. Yeah, it was a Creed. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they would do a full take. In Creed, they showed, like, a round of boxing. No, like, two rounds of boxing. And uh, it was just a cameraman just going in circles of the ring, and he was not doing... He wasn't going anywhere. That was that was really good. Um but yeah, what what kind of way we, would we like uh, analyze that, Sus? What life lesson can we pull from yeah, this? Just, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Creed, we watched Black Panther uh, over the weekend. Oh yeah, Chinese New oh, Year. Uh, yeah, so celebrated yeah, oh, with geez. Amy's family, and uh, we watched Black Panther with her dad. Good movie. Yeah, uh, great movie. Really enjoyed it. Um, Is that like one of the best? Uh, Marvel movies? I think so. I mean... Yeah? But, I, I, you know, I can't... I haven't watched all, all of them. And Did you watch Thor? Also, I like... I, I bet if you ask me after any Marvel movie that I watched if that was the best one, I'll probably just say, like, oh, yeah, that was one of the best <laughs> ones. I, I'm pretty... Uh, my recency bias is pretty high, but I think <laughs> it was... I, I did really enjoy it. I also just, uh, you know, fan of Michael B. Jordan, so... Um, oh, of course. Yes. Oh, yeah, but the long takes. Yeah, there's a single shot boxing match in Creed. We were talking about um, just some of the best ones. Some some of them to check out. I think 
the one uh, in Children of Men is pretty good. It gets pretty pretty wild, and you know, cars are involved. And we mentioned the Goodfellas one. Uh, have you seen the one in Old Boy? No. Have you seen I Old Boy? No. I guess that's I, the question. I need to see yeah. Old Boy. Okay, yeah. that one's pretty cool. It's yeah. it's a very long, you know, one guy fighting fifty guys, but it just shows oh, him going no through like one hallway. Um, Dude, by the way, I was gonna say, how about how was the uh, how was Chinese New Year? Where'd you guys did you guys go out to eat? Yeah, um, went to one of their like friends' places. It it was really good. Yeah, did fun. you guys ever see the um, was it like a dragon dancing thing? Uh, what was the thing? It was like uh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, right? It's really yeah, but, but sorry, so we were at someone's house, not a restaurant. Oh. So yeah, no, none of that. <laughs> that would have been sick. But um, yeah, we went with Ma. We went. My, we were like, Mom, it's Chinese New Year, we were, because we were in San Pedro, and she's like, Oh, okay, I'll bring you to a, a Chinese restaurant, and I was like, Sweet, we're gonna have like authentic Chinese. And we go there, and she's bringing us to a buffet. And I was laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, so takes. Sorry, well, I, I'm just. I'm still well, thinking about food. Um, yeah. Speaking of food, oh no, there's no food one. Have you seen Birdman? So Birdman was like a. It, I think you find out some of the long takes are just edited together, and I think. Uh, but I mean, Birdman's the entire movie looks like a long take. So that's super cool. Oh, no way. You should check no, that I out. Haven't, I haven't seen that either. Yeah. <laughs> these, that, are, these are weird recommendations because it's like, hey, hey everyone, listen, yeah, watch Birdman if you haven't heard of it, even though it won Best Picture. Um, <laughs> Have you seen Baby Driver? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Is, is that like one of the Is, is there a uh, long take in there? That's what I'm trying to remember because I, I feel like I watched that movie like more than once. Because uh, I really enjoyed that movie. Oh yeah, so, that, so there is. Let's see. Yeah. Is there? There is a long take. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a long tracking shot, just like right at the beginning uh, when he's walking through, and oh. then you know people are like he's dancing and stuff, and then he orders yeah, coffee. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all one take until he gets to uh, like the office building, or not the office building, but the building where they're planning it. Um, then, then again, it's like, you know, the movies will have different lengths of takes, so it, it's up to you to decide. But, like, so, some of the more, like, famous ones are elaborate things that are, like, over five minutes long. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, and then there's the one in True Detective. And then also I forgot about, uh, one of the episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, Charlie Work. <laughs> Is a <laughs> yeah. is a really good one and you know really fun because a lot of these are from super serious movies so it's like uh, yeah yeah it, it's fun to see like people having fun doing it cool um, <laughs> so that's it for <laughs> Sorry, five takes um, <laughs> check those out we re- we would recommend checking that out. Um, any podcast that there you listen? Yeah, yeah, like any podcast that you listen to this week? Oh man, let me go pull it out because All I right. know I was listening to the one about the one that you recommended me of Ask Pat. Oh yeah, and 
and you're explaining, so we should be doing something about that. And I'm like, really? Um, it's how can I could grow my audience, AP 1004. Um, and then, oh no, I'm sorry. Which, what's one thing I should I focus on? And it was the, uh, a coaching call that Pat Flynn did with Jackie. And it's essentially how, I, like the way I saw that, it was putting myself in Jackie's shoes. Because these are really good questions that he was asking. And uh, with Jackie, she had a turning point. She was like stuck on a fork on the road or something like that. And she was doing uh, a book. And then she was doing a, a webinar. And anyways, um, Pat was saying, okay, which one would you do if, like, if you had the the choice and she didn't know because both of them were making well, the, the, two, the two paths were money, right? um the two paths were like writing like books on the creative side versus doing like affiliate websites yeah there you go affiliate websites yeah. that's it so they're, they're so, pretty yeah, disparate, or, or, yeah completely yeah once so but then they were both making the same like amount of money for both of them so usually the way pat was saying was that he could find both if one was making more, then it, of course it's a lot easier to choose. So he goes on asking other questions, and then he's like, "What? What makes you feel? What? Why? Like, would you feel happy just doing this one for five? Years? Like, he would. He would go and kind of bring it out, like trying to see the longer, the longer, uh, longer road. I guess the way, like down the down the road, he explains how." With just questioning, he could go and keep. You could you could see the real f- answer for yourself as long as you could just keep pushing. Like um, I think Seth, you were you wanted to try that out, but <laughs> yeah, like with- <laughs> <laughs> we we could skip that part. Um, yeah, no, I did like that episode. Just it reminded me of uh, designing your life, which we yeah. talked about when we used to do one book a week. There, there's a question in the book. So I actually, I listened to most of it again this past week. Maybe not most of it, but a couple chapters. Uh-huh. And it has that thing. Do you remember this? Where it's you, you think of three futures. So it's one if you stay on your current path. One of them if your current path was removed, and then another one. The third one was if nobody would laugh at what your answer was. Almost. Um, so. That that was cool and like a similar application of it in that coaching call that they did where it's looking at two paths and then what does it look like a year from now if uh, it goes well. And kind of like the lesson from the book and that call is um, sometimes we think, oh, we have to pick from like one of these paths is good and the other, if we have five choices and one's good and the others are bad. But it's really oftentimes like both of them can be good. And you need to, that, that's why you pursue it. So it's hard to pick from, you know, a fork in the road. It's easy to pick if it's good and bad. It's harder to pick if they're both good because that, that's what can be hard in like real life if both choices are good because, you know, you keep thinking about, oh, maybe the other one was better, right? And then right, right. if they're both bad, then that's like the dark night where... You know, he has to pick between <laughs> who to save because it's bad because in either case, someone dies. 
Yeah. And th- there are times like that. And, you know, like, this, this is where, like, decision making <laughs> is really important. And, yeah, just trying to, like, simplify your choices is, is a big deal. And, like, realizing what your choices are and weighing those options. But um, I thought that was a really good exercise when picking between, like, two things you can exert the same amount of energy. I think the conclusion they came to was, like, uh, the writing, the creative stuff, is, she had, like, more passion for it, but um, if she, she... I think it was, like, she might get too distracted worrying about, like, the other one clearly had more growth, uh, would be better for some other, for other factors. Um, so that right, was the one to, right. like, pursue. And then if that grew, then she could always return to the, like, creative side. I, I, it was, yeah, I, I don't want to, like, misrepresent it, but... No, no, no. That was but, see, like, something it came to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always feel like, um, I'm always stuck on a fork because there's all kinds of videos that I, I want to keep doing. So, like, recently I'm all of a sudden going into cars, and recently, before that, I'm going to fights, and then... And then I I just keep going like around and around, but it's I feel like even though it's just the first year or it's coming up on the second year now I I think like I enjoy doing all these kinds of videos because I still I, it's still kind of fresh I guess right like um like doing I car video stuff I I still don't know if I'm doing it correctly or whatever I I, I still like doing the the fitness stuff or if i was able to do a wedding i would do it like pretty soon i'm gonna go to film a skater one of these guys that wants a video on instagram so i was like yeah you got it and uh i was thinking hey maybe i'll check out some skater videos so i go on instagram i'm stuck on there for an hour (laughs) right and just seeing skater videos and i'm like okay this is pretty cool i could probably do this too but that comes up to the next thing <laughs> about on, this video. Oh. It, next thing is learning how to skate. So do you know how to skate? Because you're going to have to do that. Uh, it's always cool when, you know, there's like three skaters and then one of them always has the camera. Yeah, so I know how to skate. I I used to skate um, a little, like, what when I was here. She's like 2006, seven. But yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about using a skateboard so I could film while I am on the board. So, uh, yeah... Which brings there us to the this, next thing, sorry. Yeah, was, uh, sorry. Uh, kind of bad segue now. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, uh, so. the Chase, Chase Charvis live uh, show it's to make more money. It's the, With videography, it's like the single-handedly. Uh, insight with... Uh, Ramit. Yeah, Ramit Sethi. And he, he, they go through a whole list of a step-by-step how to land your... Your freelance gig or whatever. You're doubling your rates, making more money. And it, they had a question. There, there was a, a way that he would think things through. And it was something... Oh, jeez, it's been so long. Um, there was a technique he does about... Do you remember this? Let's see. The, the briefcase technique? There you go, briefcase yeah. technique. So can you explain that? I mean, I, I don't really have, like, the opportunity to do it. Um, I guess they, they mentioned doing it in, like, a job interview, but it's more for when you're doing client presentations, which is sort of different. Um, I'm sure that there's, like, a way you could apply it to a job interview and say, like, oh, like, you saw this, um, but here 
here's some other th- one more thing and you show your portfolio some piece in your portfolio but um yeah it, it, the examples in there are good where like they're i think how it's kind of like Mad Men, so it's mm-hmm. a a company wants to s- do some kind of like photo shoot whatever it is and then some ad campaign and then people come in and present their ideas um, and they say it's really powerful. Like during the presentation, you know, you, you pull something out of a briefcase, a physical briefcase if possible. So, um, <laughs> it just shows like the level of preparedness and that, that can always be impressive and, um, kind of flipping the perspective. A lot of people go in there saying like, um, as if you, they need to, they should be impressed by you automatically instead of you like presenting a case to them. So, uh, so yeah, that's really, what really like that. kind of sucks me out. I, I think, how can I say this? Um, I thought portfolio work is the best kind of work that like, if you show them, this is what I could do. Like if you show an array of stuff, you're, they're like, Oh, okay. This guy knows what he's doing. Why do, why do I need to show them only one specific thing than, than rather uh, an array of things? Well, it's just if you. I mean, if they're talking to you, they've seen like some of your stuff, but then if you say like, "Oh, okay, you saw all that stuff I did," but you, <laughs> you want me to see your wedding, and actually, here is why I would be good for that specifically, and then you oh. pull something out and you've made. A presentation about like you've done this kind of venue before things they haven't seen on your portfolio and they show it shows that you know how to prepare like well one that you do have those skills <laughs> and then two that you've prepared specifically for them and it just gives like kind of a preview of gotcha the kind of preparedness you'd have for them and that you've you know it's good for them to know that you've thought about their specific case also oh speaking about weddings dude um next month i have like a couple uh meetings to go to to some clients it's like it's i think all it is is that they're already ready to go they need just need to, see, to sign some documents but then i feel like i should get a little more prepared with what i'm asking them because i want to i want to ask them like okay what do you guys need for shots? In com- like, what do you want me to keep an eye on? Do you want me to keep an eye on the guy's reaction, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I think that would be a little more professional if I was to uh, explain a little more in detail of what me and uh, me and Walney could do. But, um, yeah, that was that. Um, there was another one that, that came up really recently, though. And it was uh, Art Manliness. It says why you sh- why you should let your kids fail, and it's very, it's a very. Uh, I can't really explain it too much because I I it's only forty six minutes long. And it's like about twenty. I was only thirty minutes in, but uh, it's it's how you should let your kids fail. <laughs> it's 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 a good one. I mean, uh, did you ever did your dad or your mom ever let you? Uh, like see any kind of failure when you were a kid? I mean, I'm sure. I I, I can imagine they. Yeah, clearly, clearly, I, I failed growing up, and I'm, I'm guessing they had they could see it coming sometimes. Maybe not. Huh. 
I don't know. Do you? I mean, yeah, I can't think of have... like an example consciously where they're like, "Oh yeah, like yeah." Um, I, I think maybe these days it can be. Um, I don't know. Like it's it's a different like culture, I guess. Where I I think they talk about just like protecting kids too much. Um, yeah. But. What about you? Did you have an example that you had in mind? Well, no. So I was I was about to ask that question. Like it's kind of like a magic window question. I was going to say like, what was your favorite failure as a kid? So um, that's what I'm trying to kind of go for because when I let's see, it's if it comes to failing, it would be probably riding my bike and then getting slammed on the like the ground several times. But, right. Um. And I remember, I remember biking with Jason when we were kids, and I still had, <laughs> I still had the, uh, since uh, the the wheels, the training wheels, and he was like gunning around. I was like, that's cool. And then after a while, after like si- like just from practice, it's it all came down to just um, taking off those wheels and then hoping for the best, and that was cool. I was shocked doing that. Um, what about you, dude? I remember, yeah, my dad, like, trying to teach me to swim. And I had the, like, the arm floaties. Um, and then, yeah, he would he would let me, like, kind of, not drown, but, uh, <laughs> like, t- take the floaties off and then try to swim towards him. And I never, that's not how I learned to swim because I was just too scared. Oh. I would, you know, <laughs> get water in my mouth, not be able to do it. And I, I, for most of elementary school, I just couldn't swim. And then I remember I took um, these swimming lessons and I was with, you know, like the first graders or something. And I was so embarrassed because I, I remember seeing like some of my friends, like, you know, <laughs> they came in and, you know, I hadn't side. told them like I'm doing these <laughs> lessons. So I'm clearly taller than these kids and we're just like practicing jumping into the water. Um, and then I remember hearing someone say... Like, oh, just, you know, just do the test. Like, you'll probably be able to swim. And then, you know, the treading part is usually easier than you think. So I remember I just, I just went and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do try this and just try this test, the swim test. So I did it. There wasn't like a bit of a waiting process or anything. They don't really check to see like (laughs) you have any credentials. They just test you. So I remember I I swam across. That was fine. I swam back and that was fine. And then the treading water part, um, I just started sinking, and then I, I would have drowned. I think I, I would have drowned and died if there was no, you know, if it wasn't like a monitored test because I, I was sinking and then I had to be saved. Um, yeah, I wasn't like fully drowning. They didn't have to do CPR on me or anything, but um, yeah, someone, someone oh, like pulled great. me out when I couldn't breathe. They had to yeah. like dive in and all that, so not fun. Um <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what that has to do? Like, I, th- I think if my if I if I had told my parents, then I guess that's a case. Like, if I told them I'm gonna go take a swim test, that might yeah. not have been good. Um, no, no. I mean, I, th- I think it's a yeah. Just talking about like different generations, you know. Like, I I can't imagine kids these days having like the same amount of freedom or I mean, maybe it's like the place because we lived on a navy base so there's not really anything too scary there but i remember thinking like no, no. as a 10 year old 
just being relatively, like, I could kind of go anywhere as long as I was on base. Um, but now, like, thinking about, like, a 10-year-old just running around the city doing whatever they want, it... Pretty sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so, um, yeah, I, I, it, it really is dependent on, I feel like, where we live, because in Oak Harbor, that was, I, I feel like, as guys over there, we were, we were pretty rampant, we were driving everywhere, like, corner to corner of Oak Harbor, even, uh, Oak Harbor's not that big, <laughs> but right. cor- like, if, if we were, were to hang out, we could just go there and do that, or we could just go and walk around, it, it wasn't really like we like our parents would hold us back on anything. They just as long as we go to school and do our homework and pass, we're okay. But um, man, we did a bunch of stuff. But yeah, dude, that's a, that was a good failure. I, I like that. Do you, are you still good at swimming? Because I I still I still don't know how to swim. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I felt like you know maybe I can't tread water, but I did swim the length of the pool and back so that should be enough for life <laughs> and i feel like it has been there, there's i definitely don't say that i can't i can swim it's uh you know yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a a nice lesson though like if <laughs> you know treading water i do i do i am kind of scared of um big open water though yeah like i don't, I don't like swimming we, in the what? ocean i could say that much there you go so when we were when we were hanging out like was it, a couple of years ago here uh i was deathly afraid of going into that water and i don't know why because it was just the it, i felt like it was the ocean and i felt like sharks were over <laughs> over at that spot do you remember that which beach mm, man good question it was next to um that bar and grill spot where we got the tacos oh yeah yeah yeah, um, I, I get scared of swimming in in the ocean. Also, uh, the ocean more like the tide's pulling me away. Um, I also don't like oh. swimming in like you remember like Cranberry Lake. I didn't like swimming there either. It's just like really. Um, that's where I start. You know, it's like calm water. Uh, I yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. You know, my that's where I'll start thinking about like the things that could be in the water, and you can't really see the bottom of it, but. <laughs> two two different kinds of fears, I guess. Like um, yeah, yeah. the, the, the ocean, unknown, it, yeah. you know, you really could get pulled out there. I think <laughs> crazy, dude. But um, yeah, I guess that's. It looks like we're coming up to uh, a couple bar, a couple thousand bars. <laughs> so, Sess, is there any other recommendations you got? Um, I guess that that's pretty good for now. I think I, I finished reading this book. Uh, Buddhism is true. Is true. Oh, uh, as I <laughs> slowly try to meditate and enlighten, reach enlightenment, and enter the life stream and all that. But um, awesome, good book about like mindset and feelings and where feelings come from and how whether they're useful or not. So maybe I'll talk about that in the next episode. And what? yeah, Useful. speaking about like I, the, uh, what that sounds, that's insane. How feelings are not useful or feelings are, no, 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 useful? No, I mean, they, they can be, or they can't be right, but they're probably not. A lot of times they're not useful. Like we talked about this. If you, if you can't control it, then why? Like if you can't control something it, and that's something worrying about it can take all of the energy that you have it. Oh, you know, the after but, part. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Um, 
and in that case it's not useful and sometimes it's like rooted in the book goes about on about like evolution and how these feelings came about i think like one of the examples that i liked in it was this idea of if you like we're scared of snakes instinctively uh right so when we're walking out in the wilderness we look out for snakes and maybe one in a hundred times it's an actual snake when you get you see something you think and that can be useful (laughs) because it's like the one time if it is like a venomous snake then um that that's a useful thing something that isn't useful is maybe like um some of the stuff was like worrying so much like if if a if something embarrassing happened in a public space, right? Like with people oh. you're never going to see again, then, and you're worrying about it. Uh, you know, you worry about it like for, I don't know that it would really happen for like days on end, but even if it's like a, maybe something like a, a if you give it like a public speech or like a, a presentation or a talk at like a conference, you're not really going to see those people again. Um, oh. But you worry about like your past performance and, it talks about how maybe that kind of feeling is not as useful because you'll worry about it more than it's worth. It's not to say, like, don't worry about it at all. And then it talks about, like, how that kind of feeling came from when, uh, in the past, when you were talking in front of people, this is because you lived in a village of, like, 17 people. So it was in front of people you're going to see day to day. And, yeah, in that case, then it matters more, like, how... Um, that presentation went. Well, okay, uh, I I have a question about that. So this is okay. Before we before we wrap this up, the question is: Do you ever worry about what other people think about you? Of course. Uh, I wish. So, yeah, yeah. I wish uh, I didn't, dude. It, uh, it's really bothersome. Yeah, I I think like you know that you could take it to either extreme where um you worry too much or you. <laughs> so there are the people that say they don't care what other people think and we've talked about that like of course you do because mm. you know you want to be someone you you want people to think that you're someone that doesn't care what other people think but that's exactly what you want people to think of you as right but then there are the people that actually don't care what other people think <laughs> and you know like these people could be like pretty, uh, you know good or bad there, there, there's like you've probably met some of them and you could, yeah, if you thought definitely. hard enough, you'd think of someone like that. And I think they're pretty eccentric, and there's pros and cons to that when you don't care what people think. Um, and <laughs> we, we talked about like clothing and how I <laughs> like wearing a uniform to work or just wearing the same thing uh, to work. Because yeah. I, I usually wear like just a sweater and the same pants, and I just have like four sets of the same outfit and then (laughs) so this becomes a thing of like i do care what people think right i don't want to worry about like choosing what to wear but i also don't want people to think like oh i want to be like steve jobs because that comes up a lot they're like oh yeah steve jobs did that you think you want to be steve jobs it's like no i just don't really want to think about this um i i and i you know i think there are i don't think you should not care what other people think completely I think there's times when it's pretty useful, but we probably all think a little too much about, worry too much about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, dude. Um, sick, dude. Sess, this was a good one. I liked it. We were just chilling. We were just talking. So, Sess, uh, where can we find you, dude? Um, Active Recall on Twitter and 
we do care what other people think because <laughs> this might be fun for us, but other people are listening. So thanks a lot for listening uh, to this. And <laughs> but yeah, that, this is a case, an exact example where like, yeah, this is, it would be really nice to know like that we're doing things other people like and other people think yeah. good things about this show. So course and you guys can find me at walteramedia.com and i just started my youtube page so yeah if you guys want you can check out that hot import nights video <laughs> uh i'll link the youtube link uh somewhere for you guys but anyways Seth, good seeing you man i hope you have a great week let's uh let's kill it man uh i'll see you in a bit man yeah good good talking see you next week <laughs>